The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And so if you are in uh, earshot of our voices, here we are. Say hello, lovely Sharon. Hi, lovely Sharon. And I'm Joel Mahalik. <laughs> and you're Joel Mahalik. <laughs> welcome to the program, if memory serves, and I am over 50 now, uh, <laughs> this is episode 107. Wow. 107. That usually is what comes after 106, 106, but before 108. So we got some great stuff for the program this week. Uh, First of all, it is Labor Day weekend. So uh, if you're out and about, I'm hoping that not only that you're being careful on the roadways, that you're being careful. And courteous. Yeah, the signs on the highways here in Delaware say, practice coronavirus courteous. Courtesy. Courtesy. It says, yeah. I thought practice it was like Corona Courtesy-ness. No, just Corona <laughs> Curtis. Courtesy. Now you have me saying it wrong. Uh, they can shorten it by saying, don't be a dick. There you go. But So hopefully you're being <laughs> safe uh, on the roadways. Wearing you're being your mask. Wearing your mask. Practicing your social distancing and staying safe this Labor Day weekend. So, um... So welcome to the program. Let me tell you uh, a couple things to get out of the way. First of all, we're at www.jmtalk.net. That's the website. Uh, Please subscribe to the program if you haven't already. Uh, We are on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Um, Just a quick thing for the listeners. We did apply this week for Amazon and Audible are apparently launching a podcast network. Yeah. And we did get in. I saw that. We got into early applying, so we've applied. And let you know how that works out. We try to stay up with whatever's out there. Right. So, um, I want to start off with a story that you don't even know about. Because I came home the other day and kept my, my trap shut about it. Wow. And so I got here. So I do need to forewarn people. You know, if we say a curse word, like I did just say something bad, and we end up having to mark the show explicit. If we don't, then we can be turned away f- from things like Apple. So we have to yeah. mark it explicit. And that's right. no big deal. It's not like we're bound by FCC or anything like that. We try to keep it clean and whatnot. But this is going to be a gigantic E because I got a story for you. And, and the only way to tell the story properly is to make sure I use the proper verbiage of what happened. Okay. So... If you're listening to this and you're, you know, and you don't like cursing around your kids, you, know, you might want to not listen to this, I guess, for starters. But or um, send your kids in the other in the other room, room just for at least this first segment. But, but anyway, put the so, kids to bed. There will be a giant E for explicit on this episode. Okay. So let me tell you what happened the other day. I was at the Dollar General, your favorite Dollar General, by the way. Okay. 
because I had to get, remember, I had to get the milk mm-hmm. and the sour cream, and I made a delicious, you know, creamy dinner, and it was, right. you know, awesome. So I I went there after work and before coming home, and I do make the best creamy dinners, by the way. You do. But anyway, I digress. So, <laughs> and it was crowded. They, they were, I don't know if it was crowded, but they were busy, and I feel like it was the, the, um, the like, the staff, the two people on the registers. They're not kind. You did tell me about this. No, I did not. Okay. I'm telling you. But I yes, did. you did. No, I did. All right. So let's see as I progress through the story. Okay. Unless I blurted it out in my sleep, I did not come home and tell you about this. So okay. I'm in line, and it's a long line, and it's moving slow. And uh, so there's a guy ahead of me, uh, and he's up there a long time. I don't know what is going on. He has one item. And so apparently it was not the right item he wanted or whatever. So he's, uh, so he's mad and he moves away and the lady says next, meaning I'm next. I can go up. So I go up there with my couple of things and he comes running back. So he grabbed whatever it was he wanted. He comes running back and he's, he's all mad because I'm up there at the counter. Right? Okay. So then he walks past me to go get back in this long line, and he's bitching and moaning. And I hear him talking to whoever he can talk to, because I didn't look at him. Right. You know, and, you know, he's uh, he's grumbling and grumbling, you know, oh, I had the wrong thing this night. And then this motherfucker, and he's all loud about it. Yes. What? Yes. And I still didn't look at him. I'm like, what? So the guy. Oh, the, my the, God. The guy he was barking at about it. Says uh, she called him up there. Yeah. And he's... And he's going on. So the next cashier clears. He goes up there. And I get my stuff. And as I'm going out, I said to him, I said... And this made him even more angry. I said to him, I said, I'm really sorry I was a motherfucker. <laughs> and it made him even more angry. That you heard... Well, he called you. Well, there was no not hearing. He was yelling this to whoever would listen back there in the line. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you seriously cannot please anyone who does not want to be pleased in any way. absolutely not. You know what I mean? It's not like I ran up there. Yeah. Knowing whatever he was doing. Like, you know what I mean? She was apparently frustrated with him, so I'm sure. She was happy not to have him back. Right. quite certain of that. But, it, you know, it also baffles me about the customer <coughs> service. They're not very nice to their customers. They're not. You know? Now They're she, really now, not. Now, she could have... He was there for a long time, so she was clearly frustrated. But she could have been like, well, go ahead and get what you want, you know. But then I guess you then you might end up dealing with people who are angry. You're so lucky I wasn't there. <laughs> I know, because no, I've had to, I've had to stop repeat. you from, like, getting into fistfights with people. Let me repeat. <laughs> He's <laughs> so lucky I wasn't there. Now, I ask you, did I tell you this story? No. No, I did not. What did you think I was going to tell you? You were talking before about this trip, but it wasn't about what the guy said. It was something else. It was probably last week I was telling you about when I was coming home from work, and then the person that flew around somebody at the the beat the stoplight. No, 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 no. But you did tell me that story. I know I told you that story. I told, the sh- I told, I told all these guys I hear that story, too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. So they all know Shh. it, yeah. We don't want to <laughs> be a broken record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? 
So did he say anything to you? No, but he had this scowl on his face. He looked like an old scallywag. Wow. Yeah, he was he was mad because you know, maybe he, and and you know, part of me though, I hope my response passing him made him even more angry because you know if you're gonna sure, be that if you're much gonna of act a, like an asshole yeah then you then just, you should you know, be treated like the asshole there, you are there are just some people who you cannot in any way please nope. and he just seems to me to be one of those people and there's more and more people like that these days and I, a lot of it has to do with the situation going on out there i get it okay but oh. somebody but you got to be the shining light okay so update on the rona Okay. Wait a minute. Was I finished? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you finished? Remind me to update you about the Rona. All I wanted to say was, because of all this, kindness goes, a little bit of kindness goes a very long way. Absolutely. A very long way. Absolutely. Is all I'm saying. I'm surprised that's all you said to him. What I should have been like was, I'm sorry, let me introduce myself. I'm Motherfucker Jones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that would have been hilarious <laughs> but anyway okay so <clears throat> that i apologize <clears throat> if there's anyone out there listening and saying wow i can't believe they said that on the air you know um but, I, I, I couldn't do that on am or fm okay so yeah you know so and and you wouldn't get these great stories i mean we're giving you stories of life that happens around us every day yes okay so what about the rona okay rona? I apologize for busting in on that, but I was, I'm sure. I was reading today. You'll pay for it. Oh, I know I will. <laughs> I probably already have. <laughs> um, but I was reading about the Rona today, and they're saying by the end of October, beginning of November, um, we will have access to a vaccine. I did not hear that. I read it. Um, and it was I on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> I don't, but uh, but I don't know if if I would believe that. Okay, but it came from the internet, so it must be true. I understand that. Okay, is this where I insert my default disclaimer that I always tell people? Please stop getting your news from social media. <laughs> it wasn't from social media. That I, it was not. I met him on the internet. He's French. Uh, bonjour. <laughs> so the only re- and the only reason I'm saying is because realistically when they develop vaccines these days now years ago it took longer but these oh, days know. you're looking at 12 to 18 months minimum right because you got to go through all the different levels of trials which includes but animals and then human China trials. has already been giving their citizens the Rona vaccine well that well they also gave their citizens the Rona right well but we won't discuss that but according to the internet which is always true (laughs) i read this and therefore it will happen okay and just so people out there you heard it here first right unless you read whatever they read read, and then you heard it in a second and then well no because what you read was incorrect what i read was correct i didn't read anything i said i did not read the people out there don't treat them like that. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> Wait, why you made me sound like an asshole? <laughs> oh goodness me! So we try to remember things as we go along because this is only a weekly show, and I've actually been sitting on something I kept forgetting about for about three weeks, if not more, now. Yes. We have to talk about now. 
I apologize to any millennials listening because if you're not familiar with 70s music, you might be lost for the next few minutes of the show. But right, got to talk about the Pina Colada song, which is also known as um, the cheating song. Well, I mean, not nicknamed. This it does have two two names, doesn't it? It's not. I mean, the Pina Colada song is what they put in parentheses. Escape is the name of the yes. song. It's called Escape. Yes. We got to talk about this for a minute because we're driving down to the beach a few weeks ago, and the song came on. And I mean, I it. It's a it's a good song. I like the melody. Yeah, I love the seventies. I love and the so story. Any, so any other time, but this time I got to thinking. Now, if you don't know the lyrics, <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the song, if you're too young to remember, or if you forget, I'm going to give you a brief. Apparently, the guy in this the guy in the song is talking about how him and his wife don't connect very well anymore, whatever, and he put he takes out a personal ad in no. the paper. What? You're incorrect. They're not getting along very well. He reads an ad in the personal paper. Are you sure? Because Positive. I thought... Nope. Oh, man. I, I don't want radio silence, but hold on a second. Hold on. You want you want to talk and I'll look it up? Because uh, I have my well, I have, super fast iPad here. <laughs> I have nothing to say until... You're putting Polina's... Uh, I'm going to pull the lyrics up because I really, yeah, I really thought he was first. No, uh, I was tired of my lady. We've been together too long, like a worn-out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed, and then the person. Oh, thank you! Damn it! I hate thank when you're always you. right. Boop boop. Why boop, do you always boop. have to be right? I am because I listen. Okay. I listen. <laughs> so he, so he, so he's reading the personals, and he and he reads. If you don't know the song. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga and you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight and the dunes on the cape, then I'm the love you've been looking for. Write to me and escape. So he's thinking about that and not thinking about his woman. So he writes a reply. And um, he said, yes, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I am into champagne. champagne. I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all the red tape at a bar called O'Malley's where we can plan our escape. So then, you know, the interlude, and then they comes back, and he goes to the bar, and he finds out that the person he's meeting is his wife. Right. And everything's, oh, I didn't know. You like pina coladas and all that other stuff. <laughs> and I'd have been pissed it like occurred a to me. It occurred to me. Is anyone mad? <laughs> you, right? Like, you're, but you're, <laughs> both of you are in the personal ads. First, she looking, put it in the right. personal ads. I mean... Like, hello. I, I To me, I think the song should end with him taking her out back and whacking her. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. <laughs> if you're like no, getting, no, If you're like don't, getting whacked in a rain. We don't condone <laughs> whacking of wives. Drowning on pina coladas laced with cyanide. Stop. <laughs> we don't condone... <laughs> Why is nobody mad? I know. That's what I said. I'm like I was like I would be so pissed. I'm pissed You'd off be at both waking of them. Up dickless. <laughs> I'm pissed I'm off just at saying. both of these two. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm flipping pissed. Wow. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest. 3 to 4 weeks now I'm carrying this around. You right? know, it's, it's it's like a heart attack waiting to happen. Right, but you know what? In the end, you were wrong. What do you mean I was wrong? You were wrong. Oh, about the... Whatever. You can't... Okay, this will be another four weeks. 
<laughs> Actually, I don't brag on being right all the time anymore because it sometimes gets tiresome. I mean, I'm just saying. And it's like you're a broken record because you're always having to tell me that you're right. Yeah, because yeah. I'm. <clears throat> okay. Well, I am always right, you know. I'm sure there's a lot of other songs that, if you really thought Once about it. Once I thought I was wrong, but I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of other songs that, if you really listen to them, you'd get probably a similar reaction. Um, but, like, I don't know why it hit me that day. I was like, what did, wait a minute here. <laughs> and so I went through my whole entire life knowing that this is what they discussed. And only this, in this point in time... Did I say to myself, oh, no, we got to discuss this. <laughs> so it's called, the song is called... Escape. Escape, also known as the Pina Colada song. It's by Rupert Holmes. So if you don't know it and you want to hear what we're talking about, then you can, you'll can you find it on YouTube. I mean, every music video out there is available on YouTube through a system called Vivo, V-E-V-O. Um, and it's a good song, but, you know... You may not recognize things like the newspapers, the ads, going you know going to a bar, um, things like that. But anyway, um, yeah. So I just had to uh, I had to get that off my chest. Uh, I want to fill you in on some things going on later on. Of course, we have uh, we have an amazing group of heroes for our honor thy heroes segment. Excuse me, we just ate dinner before we started the show. <laughs> Uh, an amazing group of uh, people for the uh, heroes. When we come back from the break, uh, we're going to do our Wombat of the Week. And we're also, we put on Facebook, I put on Facebook a week, week and a half ago, asking people a question. And surprisingly, I got a lot of hits, which I'm very thankful for. We got a lot of answers. So we want to discuss the question that I asked on, our, on Facebook and the answers that accompanied uh, the responses that came with it. So I want to discuss them. Uh, we'll do that. And, okay. uh, of course, later on, if time permits, and I think it will, especially when we move the Wombat of the Week, it gives me more time for one last thing. We'll do one last thing. All right. So, um, okay, so we're going to go fill our drinks up, take a quick break while you listen to the, um, this, or go get your own drink. But come on back here because there's a whole lot more going on on the other side of this, stay tuned right there. All right. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com.
Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. If you forgot where you're at, sometimes we do. I know, right? Sometimes we forget <laughs> and we have to double check, but you made it. You made it back. We made it back and we're all here. Um, and we want to talk about a couple things in this segment. Um, this is one of them. Let me get that out from the stack. Uh, the first thing I want to go over is about a week, week and a half ago, on it was on my Facebook page. Right. My personal Facebook. And that's because even though we do have a good amount of followers at the show page, but not a lot of interactivity. And I'm not right. like I, I am posting often and I don't know the secret to that. Uh, it, it, we're we're very limited. We have no resources, so it's like we we try to do what we can right. ourselves. Yeah. So it's not like we're this big show and we have you know marketing people and social media people and all this. We don't have any of that. So I don't know what it is, but I tried this as an experiment, put it on my page, and it worked beautifully. And so it was partially an experiment mm-hmm. to see if it would work, which it did, and partially because I wanted to try to generate something different for us to discuss and it was right. a q a yes yeah. people q a they're going to give me responses whether they listen to this episode or not now later or whenever the responses get yeah. on the air because right. we're going to talk about it right which and is usually how things get on the air we kind of have to talk about it right exactly correct so anyway so so i posted a question if 2020 was a candy what candy would it be do you remember my response i was going to ask you what was your response sour apple sour apple any sour any candy sour any apple. candy sour apple did i tell you what mine was did i even have one um i don't think i don't recall that you did oh i did but i didn't tell you i was keeping oh, it okay secret. all right so you know all these I'm, secrets you keep from me <laughs> i love sour apple do you? And you know I do. I know. Well, I mean. I don't. Here, here's the strange thing. I. I'm not fond of sour apples, just like I'm not fond of watermelon. But I'm very fond of those flavors in other things. Yeah. Sour apple schnapps with a little diet Sierra mist. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so, all right, so the lovely Sharon says sour apple. Anything sour apple. Or sour, sour candy. Mine would be the green jellies that are supposed to be lime flavored, okay? But they taste like the chemical that the Joker was thrown into by Batman. <laughs> so, so that's my candy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about the spearmint leaves, folks. If you buy the spearmint leaf... The spearmint leaves jellies. They do taste like spearmint. They're good. Yeah. My good. mother loved them. Yep. We, we can never find them. Right. But when you get the assorted, and it shows a picture on like the plastic container, it says, you know, orange, cherry, lemon, and then lime. And that picture of the lime. That is, no, that should be the Acme Chemical Company symbol. <laughs> not the symbol of a lime. Right. So that's mine. So anyway, let's take a look at some other ones. So here's what we got. And thank you, everybody. I'm not going to mention names. I, well, I mean, I, I might, I might not. But I want to thank everybody for posting their responses. Um, and some of them were good. This one here, the Everlasting Gobstopper. 
That's which is good because it never ends. Yeah, it never ends. Like we can't. Can you can you remember how? Remember that I go doing the Philly thing again. Remember. Do you <laughs> recall? Do you recall how long March was? Forever. March felt like it was three and a half months long. I know. It wouldn't end. It wouldn't. So that was a really good answer. Yep. Uh, somebody posted, any list of weird jelly bean flavors would be incomplete without Jelly Belly's Bean Boozled Lime, <laughs> which cunningly mixes weird and wild flavors with normal flavors that look almost exactly like them. <laughs> Will you get barf, boogers, and baby wipes, or peach, juicy pear, and coconut? Ew. And do you want to risk that? So that, that was a good answer. That was very good. Uh, somebody else seconded that answer. Uh, black jelly beans. I guess the I licorice flavor. Black. But you like yeah. licorice flavor. And so I do. If you could find black jellies, you'd be all over that. I would. Now, they have black spice drops. I know you don't like the spice, but they no. do have the licorice in the spice drops. Oh, the big gum drops they do, no. too. Oh, yes. Do they? Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, let's see. Mint. <laughs> Mentos and Coke. Have you ever seen what happens when you put Mentos no, into a bottle of Coke? No. It immediately ex- fizzes and Just explodes. Just explodes, yeah. And this one says, Mentos and Coke ingested via the back door. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't gotten it yet, folks, the idea is a candy that is just so bad, it would describe 2020. Yeah, um, exactly. Nutrageous. Circus Peanuts. Oh, I like um, them. You're, and you're not going to like this one. Someone said Peeps. They're just awful. Now, you like Peeps. What? I do. Now, Peeps are just marshmallow, right? That's it. With sugar with... Um, well, maybe it's the sugar on the covering with sugar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, candy, corn, and black licorice. Uh, our daughter says Pop Rocks, because you never know when it's going to pop. Uh, Almond Joy. Maybe sometimes oh, you feel like a nut. Oh, yeah. Sometimes don't you don't. Snickers, because the pandemic is a joke. <laughs> 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 um cho- chocolate covered grasshoppers <laughs> yes i want some what oh my god they are so good please tell me you're lying <laughs> i am lying oh my god <laughs> uh someone said just suckers remember there was candy yeah. back then they were the lollipops that were called suckers yeah uh you're aging yourself and you know who you are <laughs> uh, a cross between an everlasting gobstopper and a sour patch kid there you go, a, sa- a sour, everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> sour balls. Yeah, there you go. And then, of course, somebody uh, somebody uh, uh, sent in a, uh, a rib on you, which you fixed um, quite quickly. Mallow cups. Nothing wrong with mallow cups. But no, they were they're just, they were just banging. To, they were trying to ring your bell because he needed tickets, remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> A, <laughs> a fake candy, or at least I hope this is a fake candy. Someone sent in a picture of Shittles laxative candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, candy apple with a razor blade in it. Uh, paydays because they're chock full of nuts. Uh, Birdie bots every flavor jelly bean because one week they might be cherry and the next week they might be puke. Ew. <laughs> Another vote for black licorice and black jelly beans. Uh, another vote for Jelly Bean Boozled. Fireball Candy. I remember them. Um, Chuckles, Goo Goo Cluster, or Zagnut. Some people are really showing their ages here. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I used to eat the Chuckles all the time. So the um, 
not that we were looking for a winner or anything, but as as we go through the list, thank you again for all the responses. Yeah, I think we're gonna absolutely. Do this. We're going to do this again. Yeah. Maybe we'll try to do it every week if we can come up with something to ask them that yep. is very interactive and we think might draw uh, some, com- com- some conversational type yeah, answers. But yeah. um, the it seems to be that the winner would be black licorice. Because we've, we've had black, well, there's several mentions yeah, of black licorice, yeah, yeah. black jelly blah, beans, blah 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 blah. That if this was a contest, put me in touch with each and every person <laughs> if, that said black licorice. If this were a contest, we'd have like a four-way tie for the win. Yeah, yeah. you know, most of the responses, the bulk of the responses, were the black licorice or jelly beans. So I don't think it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a bag of the black jelly beans. Mm, I yeah, have. I know, and I know you have. I wouldn't. I don't dislike them that much, but I would not buy a bag of just them. I'm not right. fond of it, but do you recall when we were kids when the black licorice was actually the the hard licorice? Yeah. 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 I do recall. A dentist's dream for us to be stopping by. <laughs> right. So uh, there you have it. Thanks for all the responses, folks. And uh, if you're listening, look out for <coughs> more like that. I like the sound effects. And now <coughs> we grab the next set of papers, which is the Wombat of the Week segment, which we started moving to this part of the show because um, I wanted the lovely Sharon to be involved in this part of the segment. Plus, I wanted to break it up. So it wasn't like everything, all this, all the regular stuff is piled into the back of the show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you're a l- new listener, Wombat of the Week is uh, is our idea of crowning stupid people who Doing do stupid, stupid things stuff. and getting into the news. So in other words, yep. if it's a legitimate news link, you can send that to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. I have one. Well, I already have one tonight. I know, but. Um, we'll send it in. Send your pictures to dear old nah, Captain Noah. because it's kind of political, so. Okay. Um, you can also send it to us in a message on Facebook at JM Talk, and uh, we'll get it on the air. This week, and this isn't political, this does this does get followed on the, like, social, though. Social, because <clears throat> we want to talk about. That'd be funny if what I wanted to talk about is what you're going to talk well, about. I, well, I did tell you about this before the show. So oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> so uh, this story is about um, cops that admit, admit vandalizing cars of a man who filed a complaint against them. Um, so Ernest Mignoli's white Jeep Liberty had its tires slashed and back window broken by two Asbury Park police officers, according to authorities. Um... The officers admitted last Tuesday that they vandalized a pair of cars last year belonging to a man who filed an internal affairs complaint against them. Um, the police officers, Stephen Martinson and um, Thomas Dallin, um, pleaded guilty to fourth-degree criminal mischief as part of their plea, um, and they must forfeit any future public employment in the state. They also face probation when they are sentenced on October 16th, and they must pay back the victim for the damage they caused to his vehicles. Um, quote, spiteful retaliation from law enforcement officers towards a citizen for any reason is an unacceptable option. This is a, in no way cons- condoned at any level for any reason. <clears throat> Authorities say that the men wore disguises when they rode their bikes to the vehicles in Ocean Grove. 
smashed out the windows, slashed the tires on September 3rd between 3 and 4 a.m. Uh, Mr. Mignoli was an outspoken resident critical of the city's police department, filed the administrative complaint of both against both the officers. Um, several days. Oh, okay. Um, I was just looking to see if he had video. But here's the thing. When I say that this isn't political, but it has something to do with the social thing. When you think about the war on police right now. Yeah. And many of us who still believe in the police, support the police, and don't want to defund the police would say there are some bad apples out there. You cannot hold the entire tree responsible for a couple of rotten apples. Right. But these two make it difficult for people like us to stand on that leg. Right, exactly. And and make us stand up for them. I, I won't stand you know? up for them. I don't no, stand not up for, for them. No, but I'm saying for police in general. Right. I understand that there's, you know, um, two bad apples doesn't spoil the whole cart, so to speak. Was it, are you quoting Michael Jackson? Uh. Yeah. Two bad apples don't spoil the whole bunch, baby. I'm sorry. Back to you. Okay. Back to you, Sharon. I don't know. (laughs) I'm kind of scared right now. I'm uh, scared. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. Yeah. But it makes makes the whole police community, this kind of action makes it harder for the entire police community. what did I just say a second ago? Community. The whole police community to try and continue to prove that a couple apples don't spoil the whole cart because you keep seeing these bad apples popping up. Eventually, you will have a cart full of duds. Right, exactly. You know, um, and I never thought I would see the day where officers would be on the wombat list. I know. And they are. You know, we usually praise officers and um and of course we don't get into discussing, you know, all the um the war and police because there's so many different sides to everything and too yeah. much whatever. But these two morons and I'll, I can say that because they're not police officers anymore. Right. <laughs> uh, well at least they won't be in the state of New Jersey. Right. But let's see, again, uh, Stephen Martinson and Thomas Dallin are both Wombats of the Week. Exactly. Um, they should be Wombats of the Month. Well, but I, we don't do Wombats of the Month. Well, I'm saying. And they, and they wouldn't qualify. Like, I know last year I was going to do a Wombat of the Year based on all the different stories, and I forgot to get around to doing that. Um, this wouldn't even qualify, I don't think, for Wombat of the Year. There's there's bigger Wombats oh, to fry sure, out yeah. there. Oh, sure, yeah. Absolutely. Or to roast, so to speak. Right. <clears throat> but uh, shame on these two. Shame on you. Right. You know, and... and for acting like the criminals you're supposed right. to... Right. And not only that, but... To pick up. This is what I think hit me on a little more of a personal level with this is... This past week at my job, I had to pull surveillance, and which I think I think one or two weeks ago I mentioned all the trash dumpers. Did I mention that on the show? I don't recall. I don't know. Part of my job is 
they need video pulled from one of the video receivers. I got to pull the video. Most of the time now, right now, it's watching, uh, grabbing video of people dumping trash. But this past week, I had to find and grab and archive footage of cars being broken into. If, if such video existed, <clears throat> which it did. And it was very disturbing to watch this team of three people operate up and down several yeah. streets yeah. in this community. And that's why what really hit me about this story is I have a real problem with people who can't keep their hands off of stuff that does not belong to them. I don't exactly. understand how someone can do that. I don't understand how somebody can look at another person's stuff and have the balls to take it, that yeah. which does not belong to you. Right. And this, and they, they, they took away... Um, a part of him. They, they, they damaged $500 between both cars and damage. So he didn't have his cars for whatever amount of time he had to get it fixed. Right. The, the fact that they would approach his vehicles for that reason. I mean, retribution. And anywhere you go to work, retribution is not allowed. Right. That's the law. Right. You cannot retaliate. And that means the police cannot retaliate against you because you file a complaint against them. But... The audacity. Yep. The complete and utter audacity of doing that. It makes you worse than a wombat, but I need a wombat. Boom. Pop goes these two weasels. <laughs> right. So, they're the wombats of the week, folks. Make sure you get your stories in uh, with a link to the news story of an actual news site. Okay? So, all right. So that leaves me with quite a few things to try to crunch into the next segment, which Sharon will not be joining us for. Uh, Honor Thy Heroes coming up. One last thing. And we got to talk about Tesla and their autopilot. Had a little bit of a boo-boo. And that'll be coming up after the break. But first, this. Sharon has to say, good night, Sharon. Good night, Sharon. Or goodbye, Sharon. Whichever. Goodbye, Sharon. <laughs> Whichever. Sharon's out. Right. All right, everybody else, stay tuned because after this real quick break, I'm coming back at you. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to the program. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And I welcome you back from the break. Uh, and this is the third stretch of the show, the final thingy McBobber. We'll just push on. Um, so, there's something on my microphone. Anyway, um, so yes, this is the final stretch, the third part, the final finale, final thing. Anyway... 
Um, what we'll do in this segment, got a couple things I want to go over. Of course, we're going to have a, uh, a group of heroes that you're going to, you're going to love these heroes coming up. Um, I believe we're going to have time for one last thing. Um, we'll tell you how you can uh, get involved with the hero segment each and every week here on the program. Uh, but first we want to talk about, uh, this story that came out about a Tesla with autopilot. Uh, hits a cop car, and the driver admits he was watching a movie. Now, uh, Teslas are these, you know, the newfangled electric cars, and, uh, you know, of course, um, those who know me know that I'm sort of on the fence with some of this new technology that they're putting in cars that I think makes us a dumber society. Um, You know, uh, autopilot. I mean, I, I, I recall some years ago, I forget how long ago, but a guy was driving a Winnebago down the road, and he put it. He put the window. It was a class, uh, a class A, or a class C, one or the other. But he puts it into. Um, it wasn't autopilot. It was cruise control. Okay, and then he got out of the driver's seat, went in the back to make a pot of coffee, and then of course, the, of course, the RV wrecked because uh, autopilot is not cruise control. And cruise control is definitely not autopilot. And. He sued Winnebago and he won the case because he said that the manual did not stipulate that he could not leave the control section of the vehicle when it was in cruise control, you know. So long before we've been getting even smarter and smarter with cars, we already had idiots behind the wheel. So think about that for a second. So now we have these cars that are supposed to be uber smart and they have all these new technology things supposed to make it easier to drive or in the way I look at it, easier for you to not have to drive. And that's what concerns me. Um, But the crash threw two officers to the ground. Nobody was seriously injured. Thank goodness. Here's what happened. Happened in North Carolina. Police in North Carolina filed charges against a driver whose Tesla crashed into a police car early last Wednesday. The driver admitted to officers that he had activated the autopilot technology on his Model S and was watching a movie on his phone at the time of the crash. So a Nash County deputy and a trooper with the Highway Patrol were on the side of the road while responding to a previous crash when the Tesla slammed into the deputy's cruiser. The impact sent the deputy's cruiser into the trooper's vehicle, which pushed the trooper and the deputy to the ground. Um, So thankfully, nobody was hurt in the crash. The driver was charged with a violation of the state's move-over law with having a television in the car. It's an important reminder that no car on the market today is fully self-driving. Drivers need to pay attention to the road at all times. And the reason they're saying that's important is because they're testing autonomous vehicles, and I think there's even some autonomous trucks that are probably uh, probably delivering product across the country. But what they're trying to say here is you can't. Ass- there's nothing on the market that you can buy, okay, that is actually self-driving. You have cars, okay, that have this autopilot. I don't know the exact th- things about this autopilot, okay. Um, there are cars that will, I think, self-park. There are cars that will help you detect if an animal runs out in front of you or somebody runs out in front of you. So there's all these technological advances. 
But, you know, we're not really quite there for the autonomous vehicles. And I know it's coming, and we can't stop it. But nothing's autonomous yet. Okay? So, um, in the last year, this is what the article says, there have been at least three similar incidents involving Tesla vehicles crashing into police cars. Well, that's funny, isn't it? Incidents where they're actually crashing into police cars. <laughs> this happened in Arizona in July, in Connecticut and Massachusetts last December, and of course this one here. So, to be fair, it's not just a Tesla problem, however. In states here, the studies have found that driver assistance systems like Autopilot... Uh, from Tesla and other automakers are not good at stopping for stationary vehicles. Okay, a study last month found that driver assistance systems from BMW, Kia, and Subaru failed to consistently stop for stationary vehicles on a test track. So, still, Tesla clearly has room for improvement, and maybe it would be good autopilot if it would actually detect a stopped vehicle. Um, so, uh, now, if... You look at Cadillac. Cadillac has super cruise technology, which includes an eye tracking camera that verifies that the driver is looking at the road. So with this eye tracking system, it would prevent incidents like this because if the driver tried to watch a movie while the autopilot was engaged, if it had this super cruise technology, then the system would have detected that he was not watching the road. It would have warned the driver and eventually just deactivated itself. You know, hey, if you're not watching, screw you. I'm not paying attention. I'm not going to do it either kind of thing. And so that to me, that's like smart car with an attitude. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the smart car uh, with an attitude because, uh, as I said, we're dumbing people down. Where's my T? We're dumbing people down with this technology and i'm a technology manager i'm a director of technology i own my own technology llc and i'm telling you as a person that does this every day that there is such a thing as too much technology there is and we're doing it every day so what's your opinion hey tell us send us an email send us something on facebook and tell us what you think do you have a car that supposedly has smart elements do they work? What are they? And how's that working out for you? <laughs> Love to know. Okie dokie, folksies. <clears throat> now we move on to uh, a very popular segment here on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. It is our Honor Thy Heroes segment. And this is where we, uh, uh, we ask, we look for, and we ask for you to send in links to everyday people doing extraordinary things for other people because we want to honor these people on the show so you can email it to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or send us a private message or a direct message what the hell else I don't know what they call it on Facebook at JM Talk send us the link to the news story so we can feature so we can bring these people who do extraordinary things to light in a world going mad around us the lovely Sharon and I just want to share stories of people doing great things. And this week, I want to talk about a group of teens in Chicago. Of all places, one of the cities that are is always in the news in a negative light right now, right? And, you know, we've been to Chicago. It's a beautiful city. It's, uh, it, it, it's electrifying. It's got, there's so much you can do. And you can't do it all in one visit. And we know that. It's a great city. 
And here, in amidst all this muck going on, we want to talk about um, a group of teams that transform a liquor store into a needed food market. Okay? A group of teenagers in Chicago's Austin neighborhood, and I'm not sure anything about the different neighborhoods, I just know where our, our daughter lives. Uh, they were looking for a way to uplift their marginalized West Side community. Well, I guess I know where that's at now. It's in the West Side. Um, and they found a way. With a little help from their friends, a galvanized group of young entrepreneurs transformed a gutted liquor store into Austin Harvest, a pop-up food market that provides healthy food alternatives for their undeserved, na underserved neighborhood. The genesis of the project began with listening circles led by um, the Hand Club for Kids. And the executive director of the club uh, said that what I heard coming out was that the students wanted to take those raw and powerful emotions and turn them into something good and do something from a social justice standpoint. One of the issues that kids felt most urgently was the shortage of healthy food options in the area, the result of years of systemic neglect in the area. Uh, for areas like Austin, classified as food deserts, groceries and fresh produce are hard to come by and even in the best of times. The situation worsened when several area grocery stores were forced to close temporarily after being looted. Within a half a mile radius, Austin Harvest has since sprung to life where there were formerly a dozen liquor stores but only two food markets. So now when the discussion turns to the idea of repurposing one of the looted properties into a much-needed community resource, the kids took the idea and they ran with it. Uh, the project got enthusiastic backing from a number of professional athletes, including former Chicago Bears linebacker Sam Ocho, and he led the charge. He said, people care, it's time for people to show up, and I think our world has changed. Other athletes who contributed to the cause included the Blackhawks' Jonathan Toes, Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky, and White Sox pitcher Lucas, Lucas Giolito. I hope I said that right. <laughs> as well as others, raising half a million dollars in seed money to get the project rolling. So, now they have this, and the pictures are really incredible. It's almost like a, they, they made it like an indoor-outdoor type of market is what's going on there um but it's according to travis who's the director he says it's real entrepreneurship opportunity for the teens but also an opportunity for them to bring food justice to their neighborhood so this group again is called a back over here hand club for kids and they started this uh they started this idea out of, again, a looted liquor store that had closed down because of what happened to it, you know, in a bummed out neighborhood in the west side of Chicago. And now people have an alternative. Not, And it's not just, like they said, it, it's an alternative for fresh produce and healthy choice foods instead of the mundane, you know, everyday grocery. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, we all say we, we need to make healthy choices and we don't. And... um um, but we're going to post this obviously because they're, they're we're, we're honoring these teens. This group, Hand Club for Kids, are are our our. I hate putting those two words together. They are our honor thy heroes recipient this week on the Joel Mahalik show featuring the lovely Sharon. And so we'll post the story and you'll get to see the pictures of what this uh, whole project looks like. It's beautiful. 
And I'm sure it's even more beautiful in contrast to what the neighborhood looks like. And so we congratulate them on a job well done and for what they're doing for their community. And uh, you guys are the Honor Thy Heroes recipients. So thank you very much for what you're doing for your community. It's amazing. Keep up the great work. And you never know what sprouts from this project. You know, this uh, this could have a long-lasting effect on uh, the future of these teens. Uh, I got to drink a lot with this show today. So that leaves us plenty of time, so to speak, for one last thing. Now, as you know, during the pandemic, a lot of distilleries started making hand sanitizer. A lot of them put the brakes on making alcohol and decided they were going to make hand sanitizer to help with the shortcomings of hand sanitizer available to the public. And it was a great move. And a lot of companies did it. And, you know, to make sure that sanitizer is effective, it has to meet some criteria, one of which is the amount of alcohol in it. And I think it's minimum of um, i think 63 percent i think which is really a which is or is it 62 percent it's something odd and the reason i can't the reason i always think about it is because it being an odd numbers i let's say i, I think it's 62 let's say i'm right so it's 62 percent and then i think it's funny when i look at a a jar of sanitizer made by uh who was it i forget um germex and you look at the back and you're like 63 percent alcohol so you went 1% over. Like, you couldn't round that off to 65 <laughs> or even get to 70. Like, who made that decision? I'd like to know who made that decision to go, oh, well, it should be 62, but we'll make it 63 because, you know, we want to show that we care. Anyway. So some of these distilleries have been, they're making great stuff. They're making great stuff, and it's got the minimum, or it even exceeds the minimum, you know, so it's great stuff. And many of them have put it in their own, like, the liquor bottles or whatever, because that's maybe part of their brand, right? Um, so the problem is, is the FDA is involved now saying, hey, please don't drink hand sanitizer, even if it's sold in a beer can. The agency has found some hand sanitizers with flavorings such as chocolate and raspberry, and their packaged inc- their packaging includes beer cans, water bottles, juice bottles, vodka bottles, and children's snack pouches, some of which were marked with cartons aimed at children. So according to the FDA Commissioner Stephen Hunt, he says, I'm increasingly concerned about hand sanitizer being packaged to appear to be consumable products such as baby food and beverages. These products, he says, could confuse consumers into accidentally ingesting a potentially deadly product. It's dangerous to add scents with food flavors to hand sanitizers, which children could think smells like food, eat, and get alcohol poisoning. When I first saw this story, I was like, really? Do we have to tell people not to drink sanitizer? I mean, I know we have to tell people not to eat Tide Pods. But then, you know, I reread the story two three times and now i get it and i do now in my head i shift the blame to these companies that make it look that appealing it's hand sanitizer put it in a pump and forget about it 
And so, as I said earlier, the market for hand sanitizers has been booming amid the pandemic. So, public health experts tell you, use hand sanitizers with ethanol or isopropyl alcohol at concentrations of 60% or higher. And to do so when soap and water are not readily available. But the problem is, is this here. There's all kinds of packaging that is confusing people. Now, the FDA has an ever-expanding list of hand sanitizing products that consumers should not use, and it now includes 165 entries at the time of this podcast. And you can visit our Facebook page at JM Talk because we're going to put the link up for that list so you know what the FDA recommends that you don't use. Um, but this is, this is a serious problem. And I, like, we even, like, we have, here at home, we bought some hand sanitizer, and they, they're in really fat, short, weird-looking pump bottles. We have hand sanitizer at work that we got from alternative companies or alternative brands because of the, what the pandemic has done to it. And we have them, they're in gallon jugs with a pump. It, or they're in those containers that you would, that look like ketchup squeeze bottles. You know, just the, the round, tall ones. You know, clear, no labeling. So it's not like it's red or yellow, ketchup, mustard. But yes, this is very serious. So parents especially beware. Um, hopefully we don't see any sanitizer challenges showing up on social media. But parents beware. Check this list out. Don't buy any sanitizers because you think it's cool because it's in a it's in a soda can or oh look it's in like a, a, a capri juice pouch because you don't want your young children ingesting it. That becomes an even bigger problem. And that is one last thing. Remember to check the Facebook. We'll put that link up on the Facebook so you can go there and you can check that out. I want to thank everybody for listening to the program this week, episode 107 in the books. Um, Please be safe out there and about. It is Labor Day weekend. Maybe you're listening to this after the weekend if you are. Hey, I hope you had a great holiday weekend. Um, Celebrating with your family, doing some traveling. If you are able to be safe, practice those COVID courtesies. Um, and then, and be good to one another. Be good to one another. And the lovely Sharon and I will catch you back here next week for episode 108 of the show. We'll see you then. Be good, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.